What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Cadillac on Mars. Uh, last month was interesting because it was just me and T. And then um, I think I'm just maybe hitting a quota or something because this month <laughs> now it's just me and Delvin. So apparently there's a, you know, some black on black warfare right now that we can't have. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because it's been um, just the experience where it's either one of us on each other's shows. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us. Like, um, no. he was on my show, which is coming out soon. Uh-huh. Then we have Cadillac, which is T, and now we're gonna have Cadillac, which is me. Yeah. So, so right now, like, right now, this uh, we're like the three man Voltron. You know, the one that stacked up. Where it was like the three robots, except yes. we can't get our shit together. So right there, we're just two. <laughs> I was gonna say the nerdiest shit in the world that only I and maybe like Dev would probably get. What's that? <laughs> but. There was this um, anime series called Ronin Warriors. Ronin Warriors. Uh-huh. And in the first season, it's fucking dope. It's literally like kind of like Voltron, but they don't have lions. They just have like, the suits and stuff, and they're fighting other samurais in this cool-ass futuristic mm-hmm. body armor. But in the first like half of the se- series, all the Ronin Warriors get separated. So each episode... Is like trying to can get them all back together, so they ah. can take take out the big bad bad guy. Mm-hmm. It's a dope show. So then, so like it would be one looking for them, and then next episode two guys together. They're looking for the third, so on. So exactly. Forth. When did that come out? Because like it sounds familiar, but I also Ooh. think I'm confusing it. Because wasn't there like a King Arthur show where they had like mech suits? King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. That was yeah. That was a '90s That's, show. Okay. Okay. When did the Ronin one come out? I want to say 1980. Oh shit! Way early, huh? Damn. Yeah, it was. It was a while ago. Okay. I think it's called Samurai Troopers in Japan. Oh, was it live action? Anime. Oh, oh that's it, right. You did say it's on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's called Sam- Legendary Armor Samurai Troopers in Japan. In America, it's called Ronin Warriors. But I'm trying to see when it came out. 1988. I'm looking it up right now. Dope ass anime. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see where I can stream some episodes. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. I, I never watched it, but Tubi. these characters are familiar. I think it's on Tubi. Yeah, but is it the right version that's on Tubi? <laughs> yes, I think so. I think it is the correct version on Tubi. It's not the version <laughs> that's made by. Black entrepreneurs. Right, exactly. <laughs> with, the, with a $20 budget. Yeah, where they're like, uh, I finna ronin up in these guts. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> That's not how this show goes. <laughs> That's not what this is. Let me tell you something about Tubi. Tubi, Tubi is one of the best and worst sites. Yeah, I mean, it is fantastic. I've only seen like what you guys have shared. And I'm just like, this is for wild boys. Like, <laughs> I love Tubi. Tubi's Tubi. fantastic. Tubi like bananas. Tubi is like going to the swap meet. Where just yeah, like, it almost is like yeah. a, the flea market of like video content servers. Because mm-hmm. like on one hand, you have all the Transformers cartoons. Mm-hmm. You have all of like all all the eighty cartoons that you loved as a kid is on Tubi. Like Denver, the Last Dinosaur, the uh-huh. Mario Brothers cartoon show. 
the cops cartoons, everything is on Tubi. But on the other hand, you have these weird, like, independent movies that look like they've been made for, like, $35. That's just <laughs> yes. there. That you can just watch. And, and apparently, it's not hard to, yeah. like, put a movie on Tubi. You just have to make it. Yeah. Just put it on there. It's, like, er- it's like early YouTube where they're just like, yeah, fuck it. Put yeah, it on. Fuck it. We'll take it. People, People watch, watch it. it. They watch it. Yeah. Because they are, like, beyond the worst Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By far, they make Tyler Perry movies look like um, Scorsese. Scorsese, <laughs> like the, like the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, just like, like wow, this is diabolical. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of that's kind of how Tubi is. I love it though. Tubi's great, man. It's yeah, it's a I gotta service. I gotta spend time, but I'll definitely look up this show on there because I'm I'm super interested. But um, Alf's yeah. on there too, by the way. What is Alf? Oh shit! And Small Wonder, if I remember correctly. Small Wonder. Those are that was that that was really like a classic moment in like TV where it was all these there are a lot of weird fucking shows at the time because you had like Alf you had Small Wonder you had Homegirl who was like half alien remember she talked to the cube yes I remember uh, that um it was just a lot of weird shows like that where it was just like they just let shit fly they were like all right listen maybe I remember there was a show on um. I think it might have been like ABC and it was just called pilot because all they would do was like every Friday for like, like before TGIF and stuff like that. And they would just show pilots like pilots of TV shows. And basically if they were strong enough, then it might turn into something, but it wasn't like an actual competition that like how we know shows now. That is a great idea by the way. It was just like, Oh shit. A lot of people watch this one pilot. Fuck it. Let's, uh, let's try it again. Let's see something else. And man, I just saw some of the wildest shows on there. It was like crazy. That is a fantastic idea. I, I like that idea. Yeah, man, give him a try. Give him a try. Also, um, I've always thought like um, TV shows, cause a lot of TV shows have like pilot episodes for they come out. You know this, Chaffee. Yeah. And some of those pilot episodes don't get aired. Yep. I've always and they'll, like and they'll make them not on, not only a pilot, they will make like a half to full season and be like, yeah, I never saw light of day. Yeah, just I, I I'm always for like hey, just put it out there, let it go. Yeah, just let it let it go, let the people see it, and maybe maybe people, it'll catch on. Like um, yeah, my stick. Like uh, I don't know if you remember this. Originally, that Deadpool, the Deadpool movie. Uh huh. It got can't. You remember when it got canceled when it, when it was supposed to come out? Yes. And then the director kind of like teased and released the um. Like some like the footage from it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He leaked yes, it. I definitely do. And then it picked up. Yeah. I mean, I, you got to do it. I, I think they they tried to do the same thing with the Donald Glover one. Because mm-hmm. Donald, I don't know if people know this. Donald Glover was making a Deadpool cartoon show. Yeah, yeah. There was it was like big news for a while, and then it just like never happened. Yeah, I was excited for that. Yeah, that would have been really good. Did you ever watch this? The I think he just produced it. But did you ever watch? Um, I think it was called Swarm. I have not. I heard it was excellent. Yeah, I ne- I I didn't watch it. I really was like super interested in it, um, but just never. I think I watched maybe just like the opening. I liked the the sort of tone of what I had seen. Um, but then it was early in the evening, and within the first like five minutes, they were clapping cheeks real hard, 
So I was like, okay, I gotta watch this later. Oh, that happened to me recently. Not when okay. Clapper Cheeks happened to me too, but yeah, I went to my dad. But, like, but uh, yeah, I was like, whoa, this. <laughs> I was referring to like uh, watching a movie mm. and not knowing that a sex scene is coming up and it's like in broad daylight and like your family's there. Yeah. So. You're, and now you feel like you're some type of, type of fucking weirdo. I had to turn like, it off. Oh, dang. I'm this happened to me twice, but re- this happened to me this week because we're getting ready to do Decade of Horror on PSVG. Uh-huh. And Donnie Kent was like, hey, you want to be a part of it? I'm like, sure, I love Decade of Horror. It's one of my favorite things for PSVG. Yeah. And plus, I've been watching like horror movies all year. Like, subconsciously just watching them. Not like knowing I was going to be on the show, but I've been watching a whole bunch of stuff. So I bought um, one called the Infinity something. I can't remember the name of it. Infinity Pool. That's what it's called. Infinity right. Pool. So I said, you know what? So, so if we're going to start recording Decade of Horror, let me watch this right now and start getting into it so I can get the story, so I can talk about it on Decade of Horror. Yeah. So I'm starting to watch it. It's interesting so far. Interesting. 30 minutes into it, one of the characters starts giving another character a hand job. Like, <laughs> oh! Oh, no, <laughs> cannot be watching this yeah. like, at, at all. This is a no go. Yeah, it, it is always you're like no I'm, not, I'm not this dude that's just watching stuff out in public. Like, hey, look at this. Yeah, and it's like it is always like when you when like people are getting ready to come in the living room. Yeah, so well, they, they you was like, about to come in the living room. Easy. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> so they just, like, they just happen to walk in, and this guy getting jerked off. Like, oh yeah. no, this is not that type of movie, man. They're, they're about to call CPS on your house. They're like, look yeah. at this guy. Like, no. <laughs> like they should have did the blue face. Damn, for real. That's man. a that dude's wild. Yeah, he is. Him and his, him and his, Krishan. That there. Did you hear what happened today? No, what happened today? Don't look this up, people. Do not <laughs> look this up. For Christ's sakes, he said he was hacked. Uh-huh. I think it's bullshit. I think he's bullshit. I think he fucked up, and he doesn't want to take responsibility for it because he will go to jail. Okay. What happened was early this morning, I guess like around, I guess maybe three o'clock in the morning, something like that. He puts out all these posts about how what a girl is, Crisella, whatever her name is. Oh, uh, Chris, Chris, Chrishaw. I think it's Krishan or something like that isn't taking care of their baby and she's irresponsible <laughs> and she doesn't do what she's supposed to do. Yeah. And that the baby has a hernia and she hasn't taken the baby to the doctor for the hernia, the, the newborn baby. Yeah. And then he posts a picture of the hernia and the baby's penis. Dang. Can't just be posting your kid up like that. Yeah. And I think. I, if I'm correct, they suspended his, they suspended his account because yeah. of, of course, because obviously that's yeah CP. You can't do that. Nope. And then he, I think he just got it back, and he said that he lost his phone. He got hacked. Yeah. No, you didn't, guy. dummy. You are that stupid. Like, yeah, you're just that we've stupid. already seen your antics online. Like, nah, you did that. You yeah, did you, that. You 100 <laughs> percent did that. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's that bull. Like, you know, I can't imagine like being that stupid to do something that. Because the, if you read the thing, it's, it's him calling the girl a bad mother uh-huh. and saying that he's trying to like get the kid taken care of and this is why I want to get the kid taken care of because the kid has a hernia. Well, like, I know that's been a story lately too. Like I actually saw it somewhere else where they were talking about her like basically being neglectful 
and he hasn't been like he's been he's kind of been avoiding the situation because then like because she beats his ass like yeah that too there's that and so he's like i don't know if i want like i I need to get involved but i don't know how to get involved and i was like damn that's nuts i'm gonna keep it 100 these are terrible people oh yeah i I don't know how these people get famous Uh i don't understand it like dude i'm starting to feel like we're just prone to like like and like popularize people who are just pieces of shit yeah no, but it's, it's just, just because it's it's like the train wreck stuff. Uh, speaking of train wrecks, too, I don't know if you saw because this was a wild headline that uh, that had me like, wait, I got to click the link. And then I understood what they were saying. But the headline goes, uh, Chris Brown sued for $2 million over unpaid Popeye's chicken loan. I saw that. <laughs> OK, so in my mind, I was like, damn, you can get a Popeye's tab. Like, <laughs> I thought the same thing. And somebody's like, no, stupid. That's not what happened. I mean, that's the way it reads. Like, that's exactly like, how it read. Like, how the fuck he get a Popeye's half for two like two And then mil. the fact that it's Chris Brown, I'd be like, yeah. He would do some wild shit like that where he'd be like, no, I don't. Just, listen, just give me the Popeye's. Just yeah. Give me a chicken. I'm going to have a big party. Yeah, it's probably a week long. So I'm probably going to need like $2 million in like, Popeye's chicken. Big order. Don't pay for it. Uh, but then the reality <laughs> that felt like a fucking idiot. Cause yeah. I was like, oh yeah. No, he was gonna buy um, I believe a Popeye's. He was gonna franchise two of them. Yeah, two of them. And then he like never went through and basically just sat on the money or something like that. But the headline though, it had me thinking. I was terrible headline. Yeah, terrible. And all the news outlets use the same fucking headline. Chris Brown sued for $2 million over unpaid Popeye's chicken loan. I was like, damn. That fucked me up. I felt like an idiot. I was like, like damn. Like, we can go out there to Popeye's and get loans. I know it's a black yeah. restaurant, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> they doing payroll like, advances. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, You know what? This was a trap to be like, oh, if you thought it was to get chicken, you're racist. That'd be yeah. Like, so, Popeyes out here doing payroll so. advances. <laughs> they're, they're out here. They're out here trolling. They're like, <laughs> yeah. "Did you think this was to get chicken?" Yes, I did. You're racist. <laughs> so I don't know. These fucking these guys out here. They're they're just doing dumb shit though. But uh, yeah, I don't know. But what what's uh what's been up with you besides from watching fucking horror porn in front of your fan? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it's, I've been real, like man, I've been too goddamn busy yeah like incredibly busy like every day last week i was on a pod it's like i came back to podcast and everybody's like well we need to have him on every podcast now like i'm the co i guess i'm the co-host of shack Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know how that happened the co-host of shack i um like i said this week i'm doing a decade of horror i'm on psvg i gotta still gotta report psxp just it's a lot man i'm like every day this week, I've been recording a podcast, mm-hmm. and it's draining. And then on top of that, in, in terms of the house, mm-hmm. we had a situation where the roof was leaking. Oh shit! And it caused the kitchen wall to cave in. Fuck! So I've been fixing that. 
So had it been leaking? So I'm assuming it must have been leaking for a bit before you noticed if it was leaking on the inside and then exactly. deteriorated it. Exactly. It was leaking on the inside. You know, actually, no, it wasn't leaking that long. The problem was what happened was it's been raining so much. Oh. It started like, and it was, I guess it was, it, the leak was bad enough where it started pouring down. Okay. And, and it softened that area. So when I touched the wall, like, boom, it just Yeah, you're just like, oh, fuck. This is not a wall. <laughs> like paper mache. Yes. Exactly. That's fucked up. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, so I'm trying to fix that and sort that mess out. But ev- otherwise, then everything's okay. You know, just been busy. Oh, yeah, I've just been busy, man. That's all. Yeah. Did, uh, so who's fixing the wall? Like, are you trying to figure it out or do you have someone coming? I'm fixing the wall. They fixed the roof leak. Uh huh. You know, so I already got the things to fix the wall. I've been plastering. I had, um, I figured with the wall, it should theoretically be like fairly easy because you just cut the space, patch it up, right? Cut the space, patch it up, and, um, yeah, just seal it off, really. That's what I've been doing, but you know, uh, still a process. You have to get rid of all that old uh, plaster. Yeah, yeah, That's you got to you got to clean it up nicely. Make sure it's nice and dry, so you don't get your mold up in there. Yeah, that's another yeah. point. Take out that old wood that's kind of like a uh, dry rotted because of the rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know we well, we I know it's been a while back, but since you had missed the you weren't here on the last episode, you got your transformer. Yes, it did. Just tell me about it. Walk me through. It's it's dope. I love it. Um, which one did you get after all? Optimus Prime. I got the um eighties Optimus Prime version of it. Okay. Um, when did it come? Oh, six weeks like, now. No, like six weeks now. Yeah, it came, it came when it came in. It came in. I think it came in on time. In this big giant box, and people are on my Patreon. They can watch the video of me opening it. Uh-huh. It's super cool. I love it. It's super cool. Nice. I have, like I said, I've been so busy. I haven't had much time to play with it. Uh-huh. But you can kind of like, I can do voice commands, or I can take my phone and um, make it transform, and it's so much stuff that you can kind of do. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's great, man. It's like a dream come true. Honestly speaking, like this is something that as a kid, kid me would, would have always wanted something like this. And yeah. The fact that I have this now is just amazing. This would have been like the apex toy, like exactly. Like, yeah. So when are you getting Grimlock? Oh, I'm not getting that. Black Friday? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I might get Bumblebee. Because I'm like, this fool's, he's lying to my face. You get a good coupon. <laughs> you're getting that bitch. Stop it. <laughs> it's happening. Now, but Bumblebee was like significantly cheaper because I remember you were thinking, because you could get both of those for less than the Grimlock or something like that. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend was like, um, because I, when I showed it out, this prime, she was like, I can just buy you one of those for Christmas. Like, you okay. showed her Optimus Prime. She was like, we broke it. We're not together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I told her that's my thing. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, I like Transformers. I like uh-huh. toys and stuff. She's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, all right. She's, She's like, like, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to go get my bag. <laughs> 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 my phone's ringing over there. You're like, it's in your hand. She's like, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I got to go right now. <laughs> No, but that's tight, man. I'm I'm glad you picked that up because I know at that time it was just like, well, wait till you listen to the next so tell me. But uh, at that time, yeah. it was a different level of things going on in the house. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> that was like, oh shit, that's crazy. And then from what I know now, that ain't that wasn't crazy. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it no, hit a new level. Like what the it's, fuck? <laughs> it's like it hit Thanos level. It got really bad. Now it's it's better now, but you know, yeah, just just, just is. It, yeah, that's perfect that way of describing it. That is the life of Delvin. <laughs> Very much so. For sure. Now, on my end, uh, there's been, it's kind of been like, uh, one, everything's been really good lately. Like, the school year has been, is still continues to be really, really positive. Um, things are, <clears throat> things are kind of like, um, like, my school never really got a lot of recognition. And so, um, we recently had, like, another school district visit. Because they were kind of in a position where they were like, we got a lot of low-income kids. We got a lot of kids who were like new to the country or don't are second language learners. So we're not going to do this or we're not going to do that or we're not going to try this thing. And so then whoever like kind of runs their departments in their district was like, there is a school over here that someone told me about. Let's go see what they do. That happened to be my school because we've been like, from like the, the get-go, we've been on fire. We basically picked up where we left off. Like uh, when we looked at district data, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, even though we're still low performing as a, as a school, we outperformed in growth. So we had grade levels who had shown like 110% growth, like over a hundred consistently because we were, we were passing grade levels and more. Like we were really working with the kids. And so we do like small groups all over the place. We have people pushing kids into the classroom, taking kids out of the classroom, group, 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 data, data, data. Like we're fucking cooking. My people are working hard. And so this other district came and they were supposed to bring like eight people. The first time around, they ended up bringing like 20. Wow. And uh, and that was the Friday before last because someone had told someone like, listen, as many people as we can bring, we're going to rent a bus. Let's get people on the bus. And the note that I got back from a lot of them was like, I came to your school wanting to criticize it and say, yeah, they can't do it. Or they probably did all these amazing things to get here. But they left going, oh, shit, this is easy. We can do this. So they were like, this is you're doing simple stuff, but you're doing it effectively and you're just doing it consistently. Now I can put the posters up. Now I can put the cards up. Now I know how to do the groups. And they're like, and it's not fucking crazy. <clears throat> and so that was really motivating for my staff because they were like, all we wanted was for someone to just acknowledge that we're working hard and we're successful. And this other district was just like, fuck, if you guys can do it, shit, we can do it. And then they came back again this past Friday with a whole group of people, but this time like 30 people because the word got out in the district where they were like, yeah, we got some motherfuckers to the school. So another bus comes on down, came this last Friday, whole new group of people, and they were on fire too. Like there was one lady who was like, she was kind of being like real fucking rude when I was like introducing and just kind of like and making faces and like nodding her head. And then once it was done, she's like, I thought you were just kind of hyping us up. She's like, but you guys are the real deal. She's like, I got nothing but respect for your school because she's like, it wasn't playing around. She's like, it was just good, intentional, direct teaching. She's like, really made me question how I'm teaching and how I'm treating these kids. 
She's like, I need to make a change. She's like, and I can do it. And I was like, fucking rap. So like, that's been really good. We've just been kind of keeping this like wave, which also for me kind of just has been keeping me in a good headspace, you know, because then it's just like last couple of years have just been the fucking worst. So this has been like a really big positive. And then just on the home life, like um, we went to um, Lucy started middle school and uh, I'm super happy for her because she's really been she stressed out in the beginning where she was like, I don't want to fucking do this. This is, um, you know, this is it's just new. It's scary. You know, she didn't want to do it. But then she realized she kind of knew more people than she thought she did. She made friends real quick. Um, she decided to try out for the cheer team and uh, which was not her thing at all. She was just like, wow, like, well, this is crazy. Uh, she didn't make the team, which was a bummer, but that first day that she found out she was super sad about it. But then after that, she was just like, I didn't know it was something I was going to like, but you know, here we are. So that the was cheer th the cheer thing. She, she kind of dug, dug it. <clears throat> yeah, she did. And I think it's just more of like something fun to do. She likes, she does like to dance. She does like to move. Um, and I think just the sort of, she really likes the socializing, like the camaraderie. Okay. Let me ask a question. Yeah. Cause I know they had it down here my kids took it. they don't have dance well yeah that's a word like, like there are various dance groups or like tumbling groups and like cheer groups um personally i would only want her to do cheer if it was involved in the school because outside cheer man that's a that's like fucking little league baseball you'd be traveling all over the place practicing all Wait, over well, let me rephrase that. i mean like inside the school they don't have they don't have like dance because i know when my kids was in school what grade lucy's in now again uh she's in sixth grade yeah when my kids was in school they had like an after school program that was on site of the school oh yeah so where you could I, take like dance class i don't know if this school will do that i know different schools in long beach will do different programs but i don't know um if hers will like she's also doing chorus but that's one of the classes that's like in her school day but i know a friend of hers who goes to uh um a different middle school has like different sort of classes and programs as well so we're just kind of letting her ride the wave on that of like kind of being interested in it but at the same time it's gonna get really busy for her because she's doing her folklorical dancing and she's gonna have a major performance coming up like the weekend after next so she's going to be getting into that like rehearsal week where her her nights are going to get are going to get real busy um so you know but like i said i'm happy for her i think she's really doing her best i think she's really trying hard <coughs> sorry i got a cough <coughs> um just so you know cough. it's okay yeah i do we're at that age now we're gonna just cough it just is it just is <laughs> it's not gonna um but uh, I was going to say, so she she's been doing well. She's been doing really well. She actually and she's been really, really independent. Like our school's close to the house. So she's been trying to like, you know, walk part way or meet some friends. Um, Just kind of it's like it's nice, but it's also like, whoa, she is growing up very fast. You know, yeah, that means like, you're getting old, brother. Yeah. I mean, that's no doubt about it. You know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be dead in two weeks as far as I know. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not fun. I, I don't find that amusing, sir. But uh, no, nah, she, uh, but it's just, you know, like seeing her become 
when I say fast, I mean, it's like she's becoming independent. You know, she's trying to figure herself out. She's trying to like just. She still wants she still needs our help, but she's also trying to like. Learn about things on her own, which is like really neat. Whereas like, you know, when they're little, you got to make all the phone calls and you got to drive them to the things where she's like, let me just see what's up, you know? Oh, yeah. Don't don't worry. Wait till she gets to eighth grade. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking mess, man. Yeah, I already know. And then uh, Gavin with his high school, he's been doing well, but he's already sick again. He's just, you know, he this guy gets fucking knocked out. But he also eats fucking garbage all the time, too. So well, there you go. he ain't keeping himself healthy. Also, this motherfucker don't sleep ever. Well, let me just go back to, and I'm sure I've said this many times, um, but even as a baby, he never slept. Like, his sleep patterns are the fucking worst. So, with, like, terrible sleeping and, like, terrible eating, he's just, uh, I think he's grinding himself down. But he is pretty happy. Yeah. This is important, because my son has that same problem where he doesn't, Mm -hmm. he eats terrible, of course, and Mm -hmm. he has terrible sleeping habits. Is your son also an ass all the time? Yes, pretty much. Okay, all right. Without question. Three for three. Three for three. three. Yeah. He, he, he is, him and Gavin would get along great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, uh, and he likes hip hop, so there you go. Done, done. But we were going to ask me something about that. Um, have you tried melatonin? Oh yeah, not this fucking kid's sleep will bust through melatonin. Like melatonin don't do nothing. He's like I said, he's been sick. We took Nyquil and didn't do shit. Zero. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we tried it with Delvin a little bit, and um, it worked for a little bit. But I think yeah. my my son doesn't know how to do things halfway. Yeah, that's why I, Lord help him. <laughs> Please, Lord, don't yeah. let my son get a, a hold of drugs because I be swear he will, become a, he will become a straight crack addict. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo, you know, like, hey, son, take like one of these melatonin. He yeah. takes five. Like, oh, yeah, you're like, what are you doing? One, dude? What are you doing? <laughs> no, you can't, you can't take the whole pack. Yeah. Like in one day. You're like, listen, I could never, uh, I can't let you out of this house. Yeah. <laughs> you could have your first sip or your first puff. It's a done deal. <laughs> yeah, you could be out here a wino. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't have any self control. Yeah. <laughs> they still call them the winos. Yeah. Fucking dick, old man. Fucking grandpa has a wino. Just right on the corner of Burger King, asking for change. Damn, <laughs> you about to say hobo? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that word anymore. It's too close to the other word. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I got that word out of my vernacular. <laughs> Quick. I don't want y'all thinking I said anything else. So that word with a, with a B, with a B. Yes, yes. I'm not trying to pull up Mike Fowler. <laughs> Zero. Mess up words. <laughs> no, no. Uh. Uh-uh. But uh, yeah. So, but he's been maintaining his grades. He's uh, he's got all straight A's still. So he's been working hard getting his stuff together. Um, we did go to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios this past uh Saturday. So just a couple days ago. And that was a lot of fun. Like we, um, you know, we hit up all the mazes. Um, what, what did we start with? We did. Um, we went to the Stranger Things uh, maze first. Like I have to say, Universal really has very good quality. Like from the oh, sound yeah. to the visuals to just the like everything they do is is really dialed in. Like it doesn't feel janky. Where like Knott's Berry Farm also does one. And that shit feels like you went to like the haunted house at the church where it's like, <laughs> it's not, this is not so good. 
where it's like makeup is half running off because they're all sweaty and tired. But uh, yeah, we did uh, like I said, we we first hit up um, Stranger Things, then we went to The Last of Us, and uh, that was really really neat because it felt more like if you were in the sewers, you know. Um, and then uh, the Chucky one was really really cool because that one had like a sort of theme to it. Well, duh, of course it had a theme, but I mean, like, I hope it, so. But it it had more of like a purpose, whereas like you had a Chucky, it had all the boxes of Chucky outside, or you know the little buddy or whatever he's fucking called, and then Chucky good talks, guy doll, the good guy doll, and Daddy then he would kill you if you're a little that's buddy. That's true. Like, no. That's true. He would. Good guy doll. <laughs> and so, um, one of them talks to Chucky and he goes, "Like, hey, did you know that at Universal Studios they don't actually kill people when you go inside?" So he's like, "Like, what the fuck is this?" He's like, so if you enter this, you're going to die. And it's because it's called Chucky's kill count. So every time you leave one of the little rooms and come around to the next corner or whatever, there's like a screen and it'll be like, he's killed two people. He's killed three people. And it keeps counting how many people he's killed. So in each one of the rooms, he's killing different people in different ways. It was it was really fucking cool. So hold on. Let let me clarify. Is he kill? He's killing like, um. It's showing him kill like random people or like yeah. So it's not based on like any of the movies or anything. It'll be like like in one room, for example, there's like an electrician like working on a wall, and then Chucky's spitting water into the wires. So now he's getting electrocuted. And then in a, in another scene, in Man, another, he's trying to make a living. Right, now he's trying. He's like, hey. Like, you want the sound on it? I don't know. You got to kill me. But, you know, Chucky's, Chucky's going to Chucky. Do you want know? your lights working or not, Chucky? Yeah. <laughs> There's one point where he's like, I think he like kills a lady like in a bathtub, which is like, why is the lady taking a bath in a maze? But it just is. Yeah, a little weird. But yeah. Let us slide. So it's like each room just has a different scenario. Um, yeah. But so. Let me ask the main question. because This yeah. is what I'm wondering. And I probably will get out the horror, Halloween Horror Nights this year, so I would never see it. Uh-huh. Does Chucky kill you? No, he doesn't. Okay. In the end, um, I don't know if anyone's. I, don't know. I was I trying to figure out if they did the thing like you know how like sunrise like they'll show you a picture like Chucky behind you. Yeah. Or some well, no, shit because like you're that. walking in such a line that you got people close to you and stuff like that. But to spoil it for everybody, in the end. There's someone killing Chucky. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So then the kill count starts to like reverse because they like reset it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we, I mean, and then you take this back to the beginning. It was kind of cool because we started the night there, like uh, at before it even started. So it was kind of like the equivalent of like Disney's rope drop. So we got there early enough and then like the big universal doors open and they have you count down from like five and then they cheer and fucking everything opens. And then you get inside and wait in another staging area for like another half an hour. And then all of a sudden, like all kinds of fucking flames start shooting up in the air and that really and smoke. And that really kicks off the evening. And then you kind of just rush through and do all this stuff. Um, One of the coolest, like, because if, if you've ever done all any of these haunted houses, they're very similar. You know, you walk in, it's like curtains or streamers coming down, and then you're in a room and scary shit happens. Okay. And then there's like a little corridor, same thing, streamers, barrier, you walk through, 
another room, scary shit happens. And you just keep doing that. Wash, rinse, repeat. Um, the, the Blumhouse made, no, sorry, the Evil Dead, was it Evil Dead Rise or Evil Dead Rising? Whatever the movie oh, is that's coming out. I didn't know that was there. That's cool. <clears throat> okay. I was telling my wife, like, that maze, and they showed clips from the movie. That that maze was so good. I want to watch the fucking movie because I was like, movie's oh, great. Because I, I was like, I got to see it. So, um, if you don't mind, just go buy it on Vudu so I can watch it, and then that'd be great. I think I have it on Vudu. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. We'll have to check. You probably need it for decade of horror anyway. So just I already maybe. watched it for decade. Of, I already watched it like way before that. All right. That's why I think I have it on Vudu. I I can check right now. It's yeah, not like I, I check. Think- but I, but it was cool. But one thing they did that I've never seen before, and I'm surprised I've never seen this happen, is um, when you go into one of the rooms in the maze, um, it's like four or five doors. And then one of the doors opens, and the person scares you, right? And then That's they, cool. And usually the person goes back, and then you walk to the next room, right? This one was fucked up. Because the person comes out and scares you, which forces everyone to go to like another side. And then another fucking door opens and someone pops out. And then another fucking door opens and someone pops out. So it's like, it was just like, bang, bang, bang. So it was like, no matter, they kind of guided you. So when you went, when they came in from the left, you went to the right. And then when they came in from the right, you went over to like another side. So it forced you to move in the room. And so it was just like quick, like one, two, three. And I was like, that was intense because I really was not prepared for the other people to come out. Usually it's just like one person you kind of go like, oh shit, what door is it going to be? They do the one door and then you just like move on, you know? So um, that was really fucking cool. That is, that does sound cool. <clears throat> yeah. And to answer your question, yes, Evil Dead Rise is on Voodoo. Yes, we have it. Great. Also, thank you for buying the Barbie movie. I did watch that the yes. other day. That was really I have a good. funny story about that. All I can right. tell right now. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, for those who are my Patreon, I give out movies mm-hmm. like every few months. So I was getting ready to do that again this month. And our, our friend, Michael Aaron, is like, hey, you got that Barbie yet? <laughs> 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 like, hey. He's like, if you got, if you get Barbie digitally, I have dibs on that. I say, okay, if I get Barbie digitally, you get Barbie. <laughs> that's funny man what a, what a fucking cheapskate because on the last like what up though he was talking about yeah i'm gonna buy that movie i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna watch the shit out of it you said you were gonna buy it cheapskate <laughs> <laughs> no i'm buying it for my girls damn and then you went and hit up like a brokey <laughs> <laughs> i was talking about today i'm gonna start you out in the movie soon man so don't go Buying yeah. stuff too crazy. I got I got a whole bunch of codes. Like I got code for like Spider Verse and yeah, but look shit, at everything look that came fucking up. Shit, and I'm over here using your co- your account for free. <laughs> exactly, you you got all the damn movies. So. Yeah, <laughs> like but, literally all the movies. Yes, but uh, yeah, that one was really good too. That one, like I mean, we'll talk about Barbie for a minute. I mean, Hollywood Horror Nights, like I said, was great. We were there to fucking like two in the morning. Whew, it was a long night. Like by the time by the time we got home, drop off Gab, or Gavin's friend, it was probably like three. So it was it was a long evening. But I always uh, wanted to go to um, Halloween Horror Nights. That's been like one of the things I always want to do. I highly but recommend you- it, man. I ha- I would say this tip. I don't think, or at least out here, I wouldn't buy the VIP because even though it gets you through fast, 
um, you could still make it work. Like we've never had a really disastrous time where it's like over packed or anything like that. And we only did one maze. Like we actually have always done everything we wanted. Um, I would recommend do like buying just the regular pass to get in to Halloween Horror Nights. And then it's like 10 or 15 bucks and you can get in an hour and a half earlier than everyone else. Well, that's great. And so you do that for, I was like 10, 15 bucks to get out an hour and a half earlier, which would save you a lot of time because it really is a small group of people that cash in on that. Um, And and I got to tell you, here's a tip because I go to Universal Studios all the time. Like, that's that's my place. (laughs) You go to Universal Studios, Florida, be one of the first people to get in the park. Mm-hmm. Be one of the first people to get in the park. Pay the little extra sixty dollars so you get the preferred yeah. parking, so you can park in the front, and that makes your experience so much smoother. Because yeah. when you're one of the first people to get in the park, all you gotta do is go to the busiest ride they have there and just be done. Get on that ride, and then everything else is a walk in the park. Like every time I go there now, if I go by myself. Mm-hmm. I go at like eight o'clock. I'm out by eleven. I don't roll on everything. Yeah. Now I um, I, and I believe your park is like significantly larger than ours. Ours is real fucking small. Like Universal yes. Studios is tiny, 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 tiny. Nice uh, big. Yeah. No, this it's Universal one. Studios, and you can and it's right next to Island of Adventure, so you can kind of do both of them. You can, mm-hmm. like like Disney does. Disney does the same thing. Yeah. No, this one's a fucking small as shit. And then something they did this year that like TikTok was really complaining about it. And I was like, I think they're kind of on some bullshit. TikTok is. So what they do is like let's say, for example, last year the hot maze was um Stranger Things. And if you didn't get on like as soon as possible, you were waiting like three and a half hours in line. But That's what they terrible. Yeah, it really is. But what they what they started implementing this year is they actually just close off lines because what would end up happening is Stranger Things would be, like I said, like three, three and a half hours. But then the next closer mazes are like 25 minutes, 15 minutes, five minutes, because everyone's waiting in the other fucking line that no one's waiting in these over here. So what they'll do is they'll close the line for like a half hour to like 10 minutes to a half an hour, which forces you to go somewhere else. And so then it it really like, even though it closes and it's annoying, it actually balances out the park because now not everyone's just waiting and waiting and waiting and getting pissed. Cause like, fuck man, I got to be here for three hours. It's like, okay, we'll come back. Cause I want to say the longest wait we had, Chucky was supposed to be a, a hundred and ten minutes. And, and we probably really waited an hour, to be honest, maybe an hour and a half at max. That's good. But um <clears throat> everything else we did was maybe 45 minutes and less. And so it was just like, but like I said, because you ended up showing up and it'd be like, oh, it's closed right now we're not letting anyone else in line. Then you're like, okay, open up the app. Oh, this one's let's go to exorcist or let's go to this one over here. So that was the question. Yeah. Cause I don't know how this, like I said, I've never been there. So I don't know how this works. Do they keep the other attractions open? Like not like the, not like the horror theme ones, but like if I want to get on Harry Potter, I ain't gonna get on Harry Potter, Spider-Man and all that other stuff. Okay. So 
that kind of is a little bit of bullshit. Um, if you want to go on the Harry Potter rides or you want to go on the Mario Land rides or okay. Mario World, whatever they're calling it, you either have to buy like a separate ticket or a ticket that's like Universal Studios and Horror Nights together. Oh, but isn't and it like it's in the same spot, isn't it? It is. But so that what they do is they rope it. And so then, and they everything's digital. So you like you either get a badge or you they scan your phone, and then they'll be like, "Oh, Delvin, you have the thing for this. Now you can go into the Mario and do the Mario ride, or like what's the the Hippogriff ride? I think is what it is for that the roller coaster in Harry Potter. Okay. Like it's open, you see it running, but if you were to go try to get in line, they'll stop you, and then they're like, "We got to scan it," and then they scan you and they let you in. So, so, if you don't... so they're like, <laughs> that, that's a little weird. Yeah, because <laughs> like... then it's like, come on, man. But there are rides like we went on the we went on the Jurassic Park ride. That's a fun one. It's like the water boat type of thing. Um, the Mummy is available. All the Simpson ride is available. Um, there's a couple others that I think are available as well. So it's like the older rides are, but the newer like hot shit, not. Nah, it's not. Just, just give us one fat flat fee there. Just make right. us pay. No, that really is like the kind of bullshit part of it because, like, when you go to buy tickets, it's like a fucking stack yeah. on stack on stack. They, they're like, doing a PS Plus tier. Like, <laughs> you can have. Up. Like, no, that is like the best way to put it. It is like the PlayStation Plus, where they're like, you want some games, all the games, games you don't want, games you might want, games you don't want, but you might want, but you're never going to play. Like, we got, we got five tiers. Which one? Like, Here is on. the universal non-essential tier. Right. <laughs> right. Seriously. Get on. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's stupid. But um, so Barbie. I want to talk about Barbie real quick. Um, because I know when my wife and my daughter went to go see it, they were just like, it really was like amazing to them. They really, really loved it. They really thought it was like fantastic. Um, so my wife was like, You gotta watch it, you gotta watch it. Um, I thought it I thought it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And what it what it kind of gave me was the um, having my wife already break it down for like the mindset it put her in or the the sort of like it gave me perspective in the sense that like I will never know what it's like to be to be a woman. I understand I understand male privilege and that like. You know, it, down to the basics of like when when Barbie comes into the real world and she's like, oh, it's construction workers because her construction workers aren't going to like ogle her or catcall her. And then when they start saying things, she's like, the fuck is this? So when she had to come to terms with like, oh, discomfort or not feeling safe in a space, whereas like, yeah, I might experience some of that just based on skin tone. I will not understand it based on like gender identity. And that's yeah. a different thing. And, so that movie really like gave me like insight and perspective. I, I think there's a lot of interesting and cool things the movie does that if you're not paying attention to, you won't you won't catch on to it. Like the whole fact that when Barbie went to that world, she was feeling uncomfortable, insecure. She was like, oh, this is awkward and yucky. But Ken went to that world like this is the greatest place on earth. Yeah, like he felt empowered by it. And I think that was a real cool juxtaposition because you like 
I don't know if people call this. I know people try to make it like a thing where they're like, oh, kid's the ultimate hero. No, no, no. This is, the, the story is kind of telling the, the reverse story of societies where Ken was oppressed in his society. It came out and kind of like went to our society and ended up going back to the Barbie world, becoming the oppressor. I yeah. think that was a really fascinating, cool story. I loved it. I think the cool thing about it was that um, I just enjoyed the fact that if you aren't like tuned into the story, you can enjoy it for the comedy, you can enjoy it for the jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but if you're like really like digging the story, like like tuned in and tapped into what's going on and the social commentary, you can enjoy that as well. So I I feel like you can. It's just a really well-made movie yeah it has it has like definitive layers to it It, you know with what you're saying like you want to just see it for face value it's bright it's colorful it's nice looking like for sure that it's got it's got good humor the comedy is really like well done okay great if you want the social commentary you want the um you know, like the political commentary, it's in there. Like, so it really is a movie for everyone, you know, yes. like, <clears throat> you know, because even for the people that's like, oh, it's it's too feminist or it's anti-male. It's like, you probably didn't watch the movie. Exactly. You probably just went based on what everyone tells you. It's because, not anti-male. Because it's not anti-male. It's really about like ex- experiencing life as an individual and understanding that like, how I move in community A doesn't work the same in community B. Like the oppressor becomes the oppressed. The oppressed becomes the oppressor. Like it's it's got weird it's, shit going on. It's more about social structure than anything, if anything. Yes. yes. Like and I think that kind of what makes the movie work. I, I really enjoyed it. I really dug it. Yeah. I also dug the fact that um my daughter which I didn't know she was like that much into Barbie. She's a huge uh-huh. Barbie fan, and she dressed up for the premiere and stuff like that. And she saw it, and she loved it a lot. And now um, we were in Walmart last week, uh-huh. and they had Barbie shoes. Okay, cool yeah, because they're coming shoes. out big time. And, and before before the movie came out, it was like hard trying to find her stuff. That would fit her that was in Barbie. Because yeah. like she you knows she went in Barbie. We had to like really search for that shit. And she saw the Barbie shoes, like, hey, you want those? She's like, yeah. So I got her the Barbie shoes. Cause she doesn't ask me for clothes. So when she yeah. sees something that she likes. You're like, all right, I'm in. Like the Barbie vans right. are really cool too. They came up with oh. some sets. And I was just like, they're and they're not like outlandish. They're very, very simple, but damn, they they are well fucking done. I need to so, check those out then. Probably yeah. get her a pair of those. They're they're cool. But uh, yeah, so I mean, like that movie was like super amazing, and then to kind of keep like entertainment going. Um, Let me ask you a question for you, because yeah. entertainment, entertainment wise, well, have you watched Blue Beetle yet? No, I haven't. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I've heard like because when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, I don't know. But the 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 reviews and the feedback has been really really positive. I really enjoyed it. George Lopez is really funny in it. Yeah, because that will hit probably HBO Max, right? Because it's a DC. Yeah, that'll hit HBO Max. Yeah. So once it once it goes there, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna check it out. Cause yeah, I've heard like really, really positive stuff. 
But I was going to say, yeah, the weekend before last, before that, Gavin and I went to, um, we went to see Danny Brown, JPEG Mafia, because together they do, uh, they are scaring the hoes. And yes. uh, that was, a, that album is really, really good. And uh, the show was like super awesome. Um, we had a really good time there. But one of the funny things was, so if that was a sa- Sunday, then on Monday, I'm at work. And uh, one of like, the, I think it was like a second or third grader. The kid comes up to me and he goes, you know, on Saturday night, I saw a man that looked just like you, but he was in Hollywood. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, but he was like with a teenager. And I was like, ah, you, you, where, where, where were you? And he was like, oh, I was by the Walk of Fame because we had went to the observatory. Or I think they were going to go to the observatory to see like some stars or some shit. And um, so he was like, we were, we were by the Walk of Fame and we saw the man walking with the, with the teenager. And, uh, and in my mind, I'm like, dang, was I drinking? Like, what was I doing? You know? <laughs> and he's like, he had shorts. And I was like, or I asked him, I was like, you have shorts on? He goes, yes. He's had a black shirt. And I was like, oh, that was me. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, no, it really was. It was me and my son. And he's like, oh, I can't believe I saw you in Hollywood. And I was like, of all the places, so random. Because my school is nowhere near Hollywood. It's in the other direction. So I was like, damn, that was a so trip. So did you tell the kid, like, hey, I was out here scaring the hoes? That was. I was like, man, why would you go see Danny Brown? We were scaring the hoes. Shit was crazy. <laughs> and then uh, one of the really coolest things was um, we, my wife and I went to go see uh, Beyonce. Oh! Yeah. Now this was a full hip. Did y'all get in the fights on the Beyonce? Was there a fight at your show? No, like there I was not. The video? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, I have another question because did did in the part because I I haven't went to Beyonce concert. I don't even know the song. Uh, the part where everybody's supposed to be quiet. Yes, everyone everybody was quiet. quiet. Everyone was quiet. They did their job. People came prepared. Uh, okay, um, okay. but like this was all through my wife's job because she's done some work on this tour. So like kind of like her work like paid off and it was a trip because we had to go to like expensive yes <laughs> and this cost us like nothing but we had to go to a hotel further away than a shuttle bus came and picked us up and it was funny because the shuttle bus the driver of the bus goes like um you know he's like are you guys the lawyers and so then my wife was laughing so the whole night her and her co-worker because it was the three of us they were like they had their like VIP passes and they're like, it's us. We're the lawyers. We're the lawyers. <laughs> but um, they drove us over. And then in the little like sprinter van, we drive in to SoFi Stadium. So oh, they, that's dope. it wasn't like outside. We were in that bitch. Like I'm talking underground. And it's like you see like the wardrobe like passing us or passing us by. And then the lady they were coordinating with. She then gives us like I'm talking. We had like two bracelets, and then um, like our ID, like a little tag with us, and then we walk in, and we fully are walking like from behind the stage, That's and then dope. we're like, and then we're like in the VIP floor area, and uh, I'll have to send you some of the pictures because I'm telling you, like, her distance from me was like, because my wife had brought this up too, and I was like, oh, for real, like we were so close, you could see like the imperfections you know what i mean where it was just like where it was like oh i can see your skin up close like i could see your teeth you know what i mean like whereas it was super fucking close 
But that show was so amazing. Like, it was like one, like, okay, so when we saw her for the formation tour, not that I was a Beyonce hater, because I wasn't, I just wasn't a fan. I was like, I am, she doesn't, she sings the genre I'm not super into, but I rec, I respect and recognize what she does. Yeah. And then when I saw her perform, I was like, I'm a fan. I get it. Like, she's fucking amazing. She is talented. Like, anybody who can sing and dance for three hours and not, like, miss a beat, let me tell you. Because you see motherfuckers at karaoke, they do one song and they're ready to throw up because they're winded. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so that really changed it for me. But seeing, like, basically, this was like four mini concerts. Because it was like each one was its own like individual sort of setting and theme and artistic style. So and like I said, she did like a straight up like three hours. That fucking shit was crazy. Um, most of the sh- tour ha- doesn't have an opener. But for all of the L.A. dates, DJ Khaled opened. And uh, oh, and that's a funny thing. That's too. weird. Yeah, so DJ Khaled opened, and he would bring... You know how Khaled does, like... Like, for me, I think, as far as, like, a musician, Khaled is whack. I understand he has his... Yeah, like, he has a marker in 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 DJ history. Yeah, he's a Miami like, DJ. Miami but, in, but in general, it's like... I think it's bullshit that he, you know, he puts out these records, and it's like, new DJ Khaled. It's like, no, it's not. It's a fucking compilation. You got this one and you got that one, but like you didn't really make the beat. Yeah, he's he's not he doesn't make beats. He doesn't really do production. He's a DJ. Mm-hmm. And all he does kind of just put like nice artists together. Exactly. Yeah. Like he uses his. He's credit. more like Diddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. No, actually, he's less than Diddy because well, no, Diddy actually raps and stuff. Yeah, but like Diddy would put the the two together. But this would be less than Diddy, yeah, for sure, because he just uses it as like, like I said, he doesn't he doesn't produce it, he doesn't like do anything except for just like slap his name on the front, um, and that and it really showed in this too. And let me tell you, like people were not feeling it. It was like an afterthought. Where it was like, get this fucking guy out of here, because even with this, he's on the stage. He's not even behind the turntable. Basically, it's like. Like Big Sean came out and Big Sean's rapping and there's another DJ going on and Khaled is just there fucking just waving his hands. And it's like... Yeah, we the best. Exactly. It was like, this is so dumb. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who he had. I all, The only one I can remember right now is Big Sean, but he had like four, maybe five people come out. It was just Big Sean's dope. Yeah, Big Sean was fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I really enjoyed that. Um, But uh, it was funny because we went to the Saturday show we were supposed to go to the Friday show and then my wife got an email and it was like, or through her communications, they were like, we can't make Friday happen because DJ Khaled kind of fucked it up. I guess he had like brought too many guests or something. He's so the, the, passes, the passes we were supposed to get had to go to him. So then I was telling people that I, like at my coworkers, cause they were like, you going tonight? And I was like, I'm supposed to. And then I was like, it fell through. Because of Khaled. I was like, so now I got to tr- start some fucking Twitter beef with DJ Khaled because he fucked up my tickets. <laughs> Wouldn't be too hard. <laughs> no, that's true. Because he he uh, he gets very sensitive over many things. Yes. But, he, uh, man, a Tyler creator beat him in sales. So. Exactly. Yeah. So that shit was really funny. But um, 
the the Beyonce thing, it was it was an amazing night. Like it just really one for me because I love concerts. Like this really was something that was just like on another level. And then one of the this kind of goes into good to great. So I'm gonna jump into my good to great. Um you ever listen to the read, the podcast The Read with Kid Fury and Crystal? A long time ago. Okay. So I still listen to it like religiously. I love it. And um so we're where we were on the floor, there was like a separate like merch area. So you could okay. go get your merch over there. It wasn't as busy. So I tell my wife, go to the other side. You two get your drinks. I'll come over here. I'll get the merch for you guys. We'll be good. Like, let's kind of split the time. So there's uh, as it's about my turn to go buy clothes. This lady walks in front of me and I hear her like say to herself, she's like, oh, look at God. You know, she's happy on what she bought. I fucking dial in and I'm like, that's Crystal. Like that's oh. her voice. So then I buy the shirt real quick. And cause she happens to hop into the line where my wife is going to get her drinks. And so I tap her on the shoulder and I'm like, and usually I like, I don't give a fuck about celebrities. I don't really get hyped up. I never do. But this one was just such a like rare moment and how much I've listened to that podcast. And it's just a different type of like celebrity yeah. status and so then I was like, I tapped her on the shoulder and I was like, hey, I just heard you say, look at God. And I fully recognize your voice. I go, are you Crystal? And she's like, what she tell me? She goes, look at God. Like, that's what did it. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, I am. That's I'm Crystal. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, so I just start gushing shit. I'm like, number one, I go, because I'll never get to say this. So let me just say all this stuff real fast. I was like, your laugh is so infection, infectious, like always makes me feel great whenever you just like burst out laughing. I was like, two, I go, there's times where I'll wear my words mean things shirt to that you guys say I wear it to work because it really does mean things. I was like, also, my wife is right here. I got it. You got to meet my wife. And so then I bring my wife over and I was like, it's Crystal. So it's just like really like a full like nerd out. That's moment. adorable. It really it was like so much fun because it was like one to hear them how much they talk about Beyonce and all that. And it was just like, what a fucking moment to meet Beyonce or to meet shit. Beyonce would have been something else. But to meet Crystal at Beyonce after we've already had this like all access night, you know, was just like. It was it was amazing. Like that was really like super huge excitement for me. Where I was like, "This is a ton of fun." Yeah, and, and that's Chris was a, a legend. <laughs> so I, 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 you know, people who don't know to read should check out the read. The read is like yeah. one of those. I know people like to throw Joe Budden out there mm -hmm. as one of those first like mainstream, yeah, hip hop type podcasts. No, nah, the read is that. Yeah, the read. The, the read is like is is like early black culture podcast. Yes, early black culture. Because you got to think like so many, they really like inspired a lot of podcasts. Yes, you know, like based on their format, based on their structure, based on the things they talk about, and so when just, I think of a black podcast. Mm -hmm. If you if you look past all the shit people are doing now, the corny yeah. shit people are doing, I think of the read. Yeah, like this is what I think of. Yeah. So for you to meet her, I think that's amazing. And she's gorgeous. Yeah. Like, it, I ain't gonna hold you. She's, she's a gorgeous <laughs> woman. Yeah. So it was it was just cool. It was just really cool to meet her. You like, can't that say was, that. 
but I said, <laughs> no, but it was just like, it was just amazing to have that opportunity. Cause one, she's like primarily New York based. So it was like, yes. it really was a lot of movement for that to happen. You know, like the likelihood of me meeting her, it would have been slim to none, slim to none. And then to have that, like, because we went to get the shirts at that time and that place. And then for me to catch on what she was, cause I could have fully just been in the zone, not paying attention, looking at merch and she would have walked on, you know? And so it was just like, damn, that was, that I'm was surprised that more people didn't notice her there. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. But she was super low key too. Like you would have missed her because especially like everyone had like really big flashy outfits and she was just like, hair down i think a black dress sneakers like so she would have just blended in the back and you would have just been like oh that's just under the i told my wife i was like she just fully because I, I think she said it in like a post before she's just like in full like auntie clothes you know she wasn't gotcha. like trying to dress up she was just like nah i can't i'm gonna be comfortable is what, is what i came to do that makes sense yeah so it was cool but uh i know it's gonna be tough for you to to tackle, but uh, what was your good to great? Um, my girl met my parents. Well, sort of. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I can tell that story. I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, my mom comes to town, and she kept and she like like uh my bro- my brother my mom comes to town. Let me get this correct. My mom comes to town because her birthday, right? Uh-huh. So my brother decided to have this barbecue at his house. All right. But he tells me at the last minute, so my girl can't come, of course, because he tells the last minute and stuff like that. But while my mom is at the house, my girl calls me. My mom talks to my girl over the phone, and then she says, oh, we should meet up. We should like, is this together. like their first time talking? Yes, first time interacting. Okay. Like, you know, I, I had her on FaceTime. My mom kept saying, she, you're so gorgeous. You're so pretty. <laughs> I'm like, and, and she's like, my girl's blushing. So like she said, my, and she, my mom tells my girl, we should meet up. We should meet up. We should go all to dinner together. Uh-huh. She said, yeah. My girl's like, yeah, we can do that. Let's do it next week. I'm like, Oh, shit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> next week? I'm like, oh, oh, no, that's our time. That's what we yeah, do. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, mm. so then my mom took it upon herself to tell my brother, we can go through a double date and um, me you the kids and all that stuff so oh she's throwing everyone in the pool she's she making it real intimidating <laughs> she threw everybody in the pool so what ended up happening was my brother i talked to my brother he picked this fancy hibachi restaurant called chop sal okay chop chow i think it's called okay not benihana <laughs> no and this is the thing about this restaurant i didn't like it okay and i will tell you why but let me get to who all came. So my girl, me and my girl decided to go and stuff like that. Yeah. My mom, my grandmother, my brother, his wife, and his kids. So like eight people plus me and my girl. Not your kids? Not my kids. Okay. Have your kids met my, her yet? No, not yet. Okay. Still got to figure that shit out with the ex and all that. Yes. Nonsense. Okay. Goes on that. But I digress. So the restaurant's called Chop Chow, right? It's an all-you-can-eat buffet. The catch is, it's like Benihana's, but you have to cook your food. Oh, okay. So like a Korean barbecue type of place. Yeah. Well, they have these kind of like um, plates that you put the food on. 
Uh-huh. That you cook and you flip around and then you can just eat what you want. They'll tell you what you want. Yeah. This place was a beautiful mess. Oh, shit. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, okay, the cool thing. Let me, start, let me leave with the good first. They have a robot. Uh, you remember, uh, I think it's Rocky Four, uh huh, where where Paulie had the robot. Yes, uh huh. The robot exactly looks just robot. like the robot from Rocky Four. Oh shit! Bring your raw food out. Uh huh. Like it, whether it's like um steak, or chicken, or whatever the raw whatever your raw meat is, they'll bring it out to you. You take it off of there. You can put it on the on the plate to cook it. Okay. But the thing about it is, and they give you like vegetables and stuff to cook on there, on on the plate and stuff like that. The problem with that is, what they don't give you is oil. Ah. Uh, so what happens is, which you get is a like lot essential of, to this. Yes. I guess they figured because it's like a nonstick pan. Yeah. But that doesn't work because what happens is, you're cooking the food on this. What you're cooking all this food like steak, chicken. Shrimps and stuff like this on this one pan for for all these people. Well, it's two. It was two pans. The one side for my brother's family, and one side for my mom, my grandmother, my girl, and me. And while you have these vents over you, you're just getting smoke blown in your face the whole time you're cooking. Because uh-huh. then the tray starts burning and stuff like that. The food's good, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> just like to uh, cook your own food. Yeah, you're paying a lot of money to just make your own damn food. Like, well, I'm like, well, and you got to be ready to... for something like that too. When it is like you cooking it yourself, because yeah, you be because like I I like to do Korean barbecue with some friends. We so every now and again we get together, and it's like you chill, you cook it, but you're there for the long haul. And you're kind of just like having a good time, but you yes. got to be ready for it. If you're not ready for it, you'll be just like. Damn! Now everything smells like smoke. It's too fucking hot in here. Exactly, and that's the problem we we ran into because we were with a sixty year old woman, yeah, and an eighty year old woman, yeah, and, and neither one of those eat. women they don't like wait. smoke. Yeah, they don't want to wait. They don't want to cook their damn food. They just kind of like, uh, no, yeah. this ain't for them. Yeah, they needed plates. They didn't they need, need plates uh, that are wait. made. Yeah, because when you're cooking it too, it's like. You get a little piece of chicken. You get a little piece of meat. Where it's like, oh, wait, what? I'm just snacking the whole time? <laughs> yes. Or they need it like the whole Benny Hanna's treatment. The whole big old flat plate that they, he's yeah. constantly putting oil on and stuff. And you don't have to deal with the smoke. Yeah. But them What's cooking the, but it themselves is no go. Get to the good part, though, man. That's what I want to know. What was, the, what was the meeting like? Oh, they love her. They absolutely love her. Nice. They like they fuck my my grandma. Huh, this lady. <laughs> when I went to go pay the bill, right? My brother, we went to go pay the bill. Mm-hmm. My grandmother got my girlfriend's phone number. Oh shit! <laughs> so now every day she texts her. Why? <laughs> I'm like grandma, stop Relax. texting my girlfriend every day. Like yeah. she at work. You know, I'm texting her like, hey, she's my girlfriend. She's not our girlfriend. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, just... yeah. You're like, no, you you two are not friends. Yes. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> so now it's this thing, and um, 
but that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it, it, my mom loves her. My grandma loves her. It's it's good. And now um, it's still okay. Gavin was hungry, so I need oh, to oh, tell oh. him what to eat. <laughs> gotcha. No, but I mean that's awesome. I think that's really really good that they hit it off. But also, damn, that's a lot of pressure for your girl. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of pressure. Ain't pressure for her. It's pressure for me now. Yeah, but uh, now they're like um, now now this now this has got to be real. Yeah, now now it's got to be real. Now she's looking like, oh, I done met your parents. Yep. I done, I done met your family. Now it's like, uh, what's next? What's next? Are we going to start talking about it? Yep. The someone, other stuff. Someone moving in with somebody? Damn. Yeah. Woo. Like, uh. Yeah, like, listen, I'm still trying to figure out uh, this situation over here. Yeah. Let me get no, back to you. Like, Let me get back to you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's been six months. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, like, this is, I love, I love that we are in a really, really good place. We really love each other. We really care yeah. about each other. I'm super happy for you, man. I think it's well it's deserved. Like, like I, I'm glad that it, that one, it was successful too. And that like your family didn't walk off or she didn't walk off going like, fuck that. <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it could turn real fast grandma says something a little off color and then it's like Mm-mm. nope <laughs> oh, they, they, uh, they've said some very off color things like yo I gotta yeah, chill out <laughs> but uh, man, man. I, like I said I'm super happy for you like I'm, I'm really really happy that that, that worked out um, but so let's kind of let's kind of keep working through um, I want to get into our next uh, part What's up with people like just putting out their crusty heels like in public? I'm Who super I'm super glad that we're getting into the fall and into the winter so that people can start wearing like closed-toed shoes, uh, maybe some boots, sneakers, because I have been in too many places lately where like your heat, like specifically the heel should not look so dry and crusty and blue veiny that it looks like your feet came off a cadaver. Like it shouldn't <laughs> look like that. It shouldn't look like you've never owned shoes and you just walk on like sand and cobblestone roads every day. Like do you, I see the lotion in your purse. I see you put the lotion on your elbows. Is this the same thing that there maybe there's a certain cluster of people they don't wash their legs so they also don't like lotion up below the knee because there was a lady the other day and I was like come on man like what are you doing here <laughs> it, there were so many cracks in those heels I was like god damn it this is like no joke also her feet were yellow where I was like, do you smoke oh. with your feet? Like, what the fuck is this? There was a guy, similar. He had some open-toed shoes, like like flip-flop type of shoes, like some slides. And I was just like, man. Like, I'm not saying I have the most amazing looking feet, but you know what? I'm, I don't look dry as fuck. Like, uh, this was just like, come on, man. People got to be having some respect for themselves. You got to do something like with those crusty-ass heels. 
you know, like you need to put like WD forty on your on your on your feet. Right. You know how you said that that grill needed oil. So these yes. feet... <laughs> like, like your feet need an oil change. Right. Seriously, I was like, wow, you need to get those fucking uh those lotion aloe vera socks and start sleeping in those because this ain't it. And also, if you put some like lotion on them, it's just going to be like a dry desert. Just <laughs> suck up all that moisture. But I'm like. How are you going to be like a manager or like a high level person in an organization, but looking so broke down? I'm like, I yeah. can't respect you. I can't they, listen they, to you. There you go. You know what? They need some of that tough acting snacking. Right. I'm like, you know <laughs> John Batten joints. Yeah. I don't respect you as a leader because you clearly make poor personal choices. So <laughs> I think you're but good. You, you know, in Miami, people always wear sandals, so we always see the crusty ass feet of some people, because they just feel like, because it's never winter here, so people just be wearing sandals. Yeah. And at least in California, like, it's getting colder, which means it's going to be in the 70s, you know? <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's not going to be too bad, but damn, people, come on. Stop like, it. hey, it's going to be a cold winter here in Miami. It's going to be a freezing 85 degrees. <laughs> like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> fuck off. So crusty ass people, please stop it. That's all I'm asking you to do. Please I agree. stop. And brush your teeth. Oh, I know that's man. something different, but yo, some of these cats, boy, they, they mouth be looking like like they got a mouthful of dice. Yeah, seriously. You know what? That just goes into the whole category. We could switch it up to what's up with people just not having hygiene? Like, yeah. man, there are too many people that just smell like dookie booty, dookie breath, just dookie life. Doodle Brown! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going to close that part up now. Uh, we'll get into our next our next pieces real quick. What you been playing, man? What what games have you been dipping into? Uh, I'm playing a... Well, when I have time, I'm playing a couple of things. I'm playing right now. I just stopped... I'm still playing it. I just stopped to do the podcast to play some... I'll play some Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. I'm still, I'm like 115 hours in of that. I finally got the Master Sword. So that's great. Um, yeah. I'm really far in the game. I, I, I think I think it's time for me now to start actually trying to wrap it up. But what why I have been wrapping it up is because I'm starting to, my mind's starting to drift into other things. Like I started playing Baldur's Gate. Okay. Which is fantastic. That game's great. I've heard, I've heard none of my good things. It's great. I like that a lot. And I started playing um a little bit of Lies of P. Have you heard of this game? Yeah, I tried the demo and then realized immediately this game is not for me. Yeah, so it's a Souls-like game. But I played to the I played to the I guess the first level boss. Uh-huh. Like the main boss, and it's not as hard as a Souls-like game to me. Yeah. I would agree with that. With, with what I played in the demo, I would definitely agree. Yeah, I'm not dying like the first five minutes of it. Like I fought a mini boss, and I'm I'm at the boss now, and I I fought him. Like ah, oh, this is difficult, but it's not like unachievable. Like I like the first time I tried the boss, I got him like halfway down. It's more or less so because not because it was difficult. It's like I wasn't just putting in the effort I need to put in. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so, um, I, on my I like end, it. I um. I've kind of been going back to stuff I haven't like that's just kind of been sitting there. Um, there was a deal on Destiny, Destiny Lightfall, so I picked that up. Um, 
because even though I don't play it quite often, I still really do enjoy it a ton. Like it looks great. It plays great. The shooting is just fantastic in it. Um, and I like because I hadn't played so long, I didn't realize that they pretty much streamlined. Because I would go in there and be like the fucking John Travolta meme when he's like looking around, doesn't know where the fuck to go. Yeah. But <laughs> now, if you just go to like campaign or quest or campaign, and then it tells you like this is what you should be working on, and then you can launch right into where you need to be instead of having like fucking forty icons on the screen, and it's like I don't, I don't know where to go. And this is where I would usually play with Mike Fowler because then I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, man. And so then he'd be like, oh, it's this and it's that. They really like streamline that. So it's like now it feels more. It gives me enough hand the hand holding I need where it's like do number one, then do number two, then do number three. And it's like really lays it out. And then um, I've never finished Bully. So I just recently. Oh! And when I first Fantastic played, game. and when I first played it, I honestly only played like the intro portion. So I've been playing Bully as well because I feel like it's one of those games that's like I just have to check it off from all the references and what people talk about it. It's hard to play because the mechanics are real old, but it's still interesting. I would love to see like a full um, remake, not a remaster, a remake. Um, with like modern mechanics, I think that game would be sick. They should do that. That yeah. would be awesome. I like well, Bully a lot. There's always the rumbling that there is something happening with Bully, or that there is a Bully Part Two, but who knows? They should do that. That definitely should be a thing that's happening. I yeah. hope so. And then Bully's um, fantastic. T wanted us to talk about the Resident Evil Four DLC. I wanted to table that for next time because I just purchased. Uh, Resident Evil 4 and the DLC. So I, I haven't purchased the DLC 4 yet. I, I beat 4 though. 4 is great. Yeah. And yeah, I can't wait to play it. So I just I just downloaded it tonight. So hopefully by the time we come on again, then we can talk about it. All Are you going to play um, Cyberpunk? Phantom Liberty? I'm thinking about it. Okay, so is and I haven't bothered looking. Is Phantom Liberty free or not free? Oh, no, it's $30. It's $30. It's okay. a full expansion. Okay. Because I like in some places, it's like, oh, the new uh, the new stuff, which I don't know just if, if they're talking about, because what is it, 2.0 now or something like that? Yes. They, they added others <laughs> expansion stuff uh-huh. that was free. Yeah. Then, but this is like the full, this is like, um, you remember how the Witcher game had the big expansion? Yeah, was it like blood and wine or something like that? Blood and wine. So like this is along the lines of that type of stuff. Because yeah. this is this supposed to be like meaty, right? Like twenty yes. hours or some shit like that. Exactly. So with this one, I'm I will get it, but I'm not going to get it right now because I want to tackle these older ones first. And I really, really did like Cyberpunk. Like I really I had a too. good time in there. But I think this one, I'll wait until like DLC hits sale. You know? Yeah, that's that's fair. Because I know, because I'll, I'll get to it, but I'm just not going to get to it right now. Did There's a lot of stuff out? to play right now anyway, so you're fine. Yeah, no. Because um, when I really, really think about it, I'm like, this year, whether it's old games or new games, there's been a lot of shit that's come out. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot. Like It's like, I didn't really realize it until, like, 
looking into like the cyberpunk DLC, thinking about the games I've played and then like what I haven't played. And I'm like, damn, that's a, this is one of, this might end up being one of those, like one of those big years, you know, where it's like, like, I think it was like halfway through, like, I think maybe like PS3 generation where it was like, we got everything, you know, it was like, this was a tough year because you had all genres. And I feel this is like that. Like, you got some decent shooters. You got some, like, you got a little bit of everything. So it's not just like, this is all shooters one year or all RPGs one year. Like, everything's on the table. Yeah, you're talking about that year where, like, Bioshock Infinite came out and a whole bunch of, like, yes, classic it games. was, like, everything that year. Exactly that. So that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. But uh, I'll get it for sure. And then um, on the TV end, um, what have I been watching? I started Ahsoka. Uh, How you like it? I actually like it a lot. I like that. I, it's, I like that it's more dramatic than action. Like it has action, of course, but it sets up really well. Whereas, like Mandalorian turned into, uh, you know, Mandalorian fights. Grogu does something cute. Mandalorian fights like so the story just got weaker and weaker um this one just it has more like mystery and drama to it where it's like who who is who and what's really going on um so I've been watching that what do you think of it have you watched it yeah I love it I think it's great see the thing about it I'm a little biased because if you're a Star Wars Rebels fan mm-hmm. then this is what 100% the show for you uh-huh because this is heavily, you go back on it. I know you watch all the other shit as well. Yeah. This is literally just another season of Star Wars Rebels. No. That's yeah. 100% what this is. This, the whole plot is a continuation of the final season of Star Wars Rebels. They have a good portion of the cast from Star Wars Rebels, like Chopper, uh-huh. uh, Sabine. They're looking for Ezra Bridger, Thrawn. Like, you know, all that stuff is like ingrained in this season of Ahsoka and I, I love it. It's great. So this is what I wanted so far. It's really good. And I, I think um the last episode was really enjoyable because you got the big surprise that you got. I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it. But if you know what the season's about, you kind of can gather what happened because they tell you what the season is about with that. So uh, the, the wheels are in motion to kind of set up, I guess, this grand finale. Yeah. And I think right now I'm only like, I still got a long ways to go. Like I'm, I'm, I think I'm only like on the third episode because I'll watch an episode and then I start like, I'm also trying to finish up seasons that have been hanging, you know? So like watching like what we do in the shadows or um, I was watching a show on Apple TV called silo. And uh, that one, that's a, there's parts of it that feel like a little CW ish. If you get what I'm saying about like the quality of it. Cheap. Yeah, this is it really feels cheap. But um it's well done, it's well written. They don't mind killing people. Um it's not like super gory and graphic, but it really is about the premise is there's been like what you assume is like a big war, nuclear type of disaster, and there's this community that lives in like an underground silo. And then <clears throat> basically if you live and it's like, I think 125 stories, but like the top few stories, they live 
a little bit above so you can see around like on these screens. And it really goes through like basically the lower you are, the lower you are in like the sort of societal structure. And then the higher you are in the societal structure, the more you are up on top in a sense. And um, but if you fuck up in that society, they put you like in a spacesuit and send you outside to clean the screen. So they literally call it cleaning. But they only give you they only give you like enough oxygen to clean and then you just fucking die. (laughs) And um, and it's got a it's got a look because this is going to go into something else. The inside really looks like it's fucking Tatooine. Okay. Oh, so the reason why I say that is. So my wife and I are watching Ahsoka. And she falls asleep. Ahsoka finishes. I start watching Silo. So then she wakes up as I'm watching Silo. And she's like, dang, this is like, this is different for Star Wars. Like, this is real, like, (laughs) aggressive. And like, or we're just like, it's just dark. It's real dark. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Like, yeah, like for Star Wars. And I go, oh, you think this is still Ahsoka? I was like, you fucking fell asleep. This is a whole different show. She was like, that happened this past week. <laughs> so she was like, and so the funny thing is I bring it up and I wish T was here because I know he had watched um, Silo, but he was, uh, she was just like, oh, you're going to fucking roast me on the podcast now. <laughs> you know your man very well. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, I am going to bring it up. I was like, I'm definitely going to bring it up. But she wasn't wrong though. It's like, so if you do love the sort of Star Wars aesthetic, watch this. It's on Apple TV. It's it's well done. It's really well done. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. The fucking plot twist at the end was like, oh shit. And it leads up to it leads nicely to hopefully there'll be a season two. Um, but I, I highly recommend watching that show. Silo, you said, right? Yeah, Silo. And what is it on? Apple TV. Okay, I, th- I think I have Apple TV, so I can watch that. Yeah, no, watch it, and it's—I think it's only maybe eight episodes, ten episodes, but they're good watches, and it's got a lot of like twists and turns, like some things where you think like, "Oh, it's obvious it's this," but then they you think like, "Wait, maybe it's not," and then so it's it plays really well. What do you? Okay. What have you been watching? You know what? I'll talk. Well. I saw some movies I've been watching. Like, you know, so I was watching stuff for Decade of Horror. Mm-hmm. I watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Have you seen it before, or was this just like a rewatch? I saw it when I was really young. And I watched it, and I thought it was scary when I was young, of course. Yeah. Watching it now, it does not hold up. <laughs> it is It is like bad, bad. You're it's like, really this, this ain't the same? <laughs> yeah, it, it's not scary, which is fine. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's really campy and, and fun in that way. But there are certain parts of the scene that I didn't notice happens mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, what the hell? Like, there's a scene. Spoilers for a 30-year-old movie, a 40-year-old <laughs> movie. I was talking about with Donnie on, um, I think we talked about Nintendo Shack. That I, but it doesn't matter. I was like, there's a scene in the movie where Leatherface is chasing after the girl, right? Uh-huh. It's the famous scene everybody knows where he chases after the girl. A truck driver pulls up in this big truck, right? Yes. He gets out the truck. Leatherface chases after the girl and the truck driver. Yeah. 
another truck driver comes up. <laughs> Leatherface, the girl gets in the, the other truck, leaves. You see Leatherface with the like the chainsaw yelling and screaming, but the original truck driver nowhere to be found. Yes. They don't reference him ever again. You don't see him. Mm. It's like it's like he like it's like he just walked off set and never showed. Like, what the fuck happened? He's like, listen, you paid me for seven minutes, not eight. I'll fucking out of here. (laughs) He just left the scene. Yeah. It's so weird. You know, it is realistic. Like you see a motherfucker with a chainsaw, you thought you were gonna help out, and then it's like, nope, I'm out of here. Left his truck and everything. It's like the weirdest out-of-place scene. I'm like, oh, I guess that happened. All right. Gavin's dying because he ate ramen. That was too hot. <laughs> I think this happened before, too. I think he got mad at ramen. Are you feeling okay? Okay. Did he quit ramen? He's like, this is it? No, no more ramen? This fool said now he's going to sit outside and eat his ramen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand, man. Anyways, yeah. Uh, sorry, I got distracted by my son uh, saying he, he he literally came outside, doubled over, and said, I almost died. And then I said, how? For and ramen? Said, and he said, eating ramen. Boy, oh boy. Oh boy. These kids. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's start, let's start landing this plane because I'm gonna have to watch this guy see what he's doing. Yeah. Um any music? What you been listening to? What you been spinning? Oh, like? uh, Magic Three, Nas. Okay, fantastic album, man. Um, Hit Boy and Nas make magic together, and I think, um, no pun intended, but they make magic together. And I think <laughs> that um, I love that this run, six mm. albums. Yeah, wow. Like, like what? Two years. Hmm. Like two, three years, six albums in two, three years. And all the albums are great. Yeah. I like that it, it, um, one, it still shows that there's, there's a home for, for like classic hip hop. Yes. And two, that the veterans can still do it. Yeah. I love that it's changed. It's completely changed the narrative on Nas. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, there was there was always people who thought Nas was like one of the greatest rappers of all time, mm-hmm. at various degrees and levels of it. But they always kind of said the thing like, "Ah, oh, he's great," but after Illmatic, what yeah. did he really do? Yeah, there was always and, a but. Yeah, but. yeah, but like they were like, "Ah, oh, now people are like, no, Nas is up there." Like yeah. it's like now people are really having conversations like. Which I've never seen before. So me being a Nas, no, this is like, this is yeah. like um, <laughs> seeing like your favorite team that everybody counts out, and you finally see them at the Super Bowl. Like, nah, yeah, not now. People are talking about Nas, like, no, nah, he's one of the greatest, and it's not like he's like, it's Jay Z and Nas. Yeah, but what people were saying with Jay Z and Nas before, people were kind of like, oh, but Nas doesn't have the catalog. Yeah, now it, it was only for debate. You know, yes. just one versus the other, where it's like not respecting that both are yes. greats. Great. Now people are respecting both are great. And now the thing that people kind of like knocked Nas for, because they were like, you know, we didn't like Nostradamus. Nas had a couple of albums we didn't really like. Uh-huh. Now it's like, no, Jay-Z and Nas are on that same level. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's indisputable. Like, someone can have albums you don't 
like or there's always going to be i don't say flops but maybe just not as complete you know yes. whereas like he, he like you said he's really been on a stride and like okay and as i was saying like i i i love that it's it's still allowing for like respect to the older generations instead of just like oh it's hot because it's the new tiktok trend you know like oh so now back that thing up's popular again it's like no yeah. this is new shit this is new music like people are hyped off of it so yeah and and another cool thing i like about it is the fact that nas brought in this generation mm-hmm. like each album had someone from the modern generation like it, and not necessarily saying it had a lot of features and stuff like that yeah but we got like ASAP Rocky on a song. We got um, Nas and Lil Wayne together, which is crazy to think of. Nas and Fifty Cent. Then yeah. you got Nas and Eminem. Like all the the stuff that you want to hear Nas with people you want to hear Nas with before that you never really got, you got on this yeah. album. Nas and, then it and Cordae shows too that he has the the sort of range. He he has the range, but he's also got the established like reputation to be like, oh no, but I can ask these people, you know. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think it was Mike or Otis was talking about it on their show where it was like, sometimes it's like you get these older rappers that want to do songs with new people, but do the new people music to show that they're still cool. And it's like, nah, do your shit and have them come and join you instead of the other way around. Because it's like, Ain't nobody want fucking um, Nas to start having Migos flow. Nobody asked for that, you know? So it's like to do it the other way around is really cool. And then uh, on on my end, um, kind of just been like really into like sex, super like chaotic sounds or like just just random shit. Like lately, I guess the biggest thing I've been listening to lately, too, is a lot of like Latin like Spanish goth music. So like Spanish one band goth, in particular that sounds dope. is uh there's this band called Plomo, spelled P-L-O-M-O. And they're out of like uh New Orleans. And they got a little EP out. That fucking EP. I've been listening to it like a ton. It's really, really good. All the lyrics are in Spanish, but it's just it's really like super well done. And it was one of those things where like I started listening to them like last thursday and check their instagram and they started they had just done a show in long beach on wednesday so i had just missed them by like a day i was like fuck i wish i would have known i wish i would have learned about them on monday i would have seen them (laughs) on wednesday you know so it was um but it was cool it was like i really enjoyed them and then a band from like the 90s who have still continued to put out albums the breeders like they were big in the like grunge era their album Last Splash just turned 30. And so the my vinyl version came out, which is like, I think it's three albums, two of them clear, one of them red. And uh just super excited to get that in and listen to it. So that's kind of been my music on my end and stuff like that. But um I think it's time to shut it down for the evening. I gotta go walk these dogs. My family just yeah. came home. Gavin so far. Check on like Gavin. He, he's surviving off of his uh ramen so i think he's all right but so yeah hopefully we'll have tea on next uh next month and then um i'm glad you were able to join me tonight though delvin 
Yeah, that's great. For all the listeners, hopefully we'll be doing a So Tell Me this week. So you should be getting that sometime soon. But uh, for Delvin, I'm Shelby. We're out of here. Peace. Mama. Hmm. Mama. What? Grandma's not here.